What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to another episode of your favorite Christian podcast. It's the real spill with your host D to the Z Y R E Desire. That's me, man. I'm so lit, man. There's so much going on right now that I am like super excited. I am super lit. I am like on fire right now. I'm trying not to be too loud because I'm not in the area where I should be uh, speaking loudly. So, but I'm, I'm so excited about what God is doing. This episode is going to be on fire. It's going to be lit. I'm going to tell y'all about what's coming up. Um, and then I, I'm, I'm going to put y'all on to some game too, because, um, I, I'm knowing some stuff. I'm seeing some stuff and I want to put y'all on to some game. So y'all stay tuned. All right. So we have some upcoming events. Yes, 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 yes. If you're in the South Carolina area, you could come out and uh, chill with us. We got some stuff going on. On August 20th, we're going to be in Orangeburg, Orangeburg, South Carolina at Harmon Park. You need to come out. You're going to get word. You're going to get some food. going to get some entertainment, some music. Man, when I tell you, junk going to be lit Junk going to be lit, lit. So if you're going to be in the Orangeburg area, come out. We're going to be praying for the folk. We're going to be um, giving to the folk. There's, there's some things that we're going to be doing. And this is what ministry is about. Ministry is about getting outside of the four walls of the church and getting to the people. That's what Jesus did. Jesus, he said that he didn't come for the people who um, people are well, but he came for the people who sick. So that's what we're doing, going out of the four walls of the church and we're going into the street. We're going to be the hands and the feet of Jesus. So if you are in the Orangeburg area, you need to come out. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. Also, we have on September September 16th and 17th, we have a youth conference. It's a two-day conference. The first night, we're going to have a a dope church service. Um, I'm in the process of securing the speaker. I'm excited about this. Um, we And the second day, that's Friday night, we're going to have some singing. We're going to have um, a preacher. It's going to be dope. Next morning, we're getting up early. We're going to have breakfast, and we're going to have a panel, talk to the young people about certain topics. We have a few people that's going to be on the panel and is going to talk to the young people about um, different topics. And right after the panel, um, the panel, we are going to Summit Adventure. We're going to take a trip, take the kids out there, and we're going to um, have some fun. You know, um, I, I got to secure the place, the venue, um, Summit Adventure. And I got to see, we got big kids and little kids too. So um, it's all dependent. We got two places that we're trying to look at. I want to go to Summit Adventure because I like that type of stuff. I don't know if my knees going to like it, but I like that type of stuff. So that's uh, September 16th and September 17th. When I say this junk is going to be off the chains. Man, we are so excited about what God is doing. That's two of the events that's coming up. Also, I I was supposed to be moving approximately in October because, oh, I am scheduled to be licensed as a um, licensed minister prophetess um, in September. I don't have the date yet, but um, I will let you know the actual date 
of the licensing service. Uh, um, we know that people can't ordain prophets. Only God can ordain a prophet. So that's why we're switching up the wording, you know, so I'll be licensed as a um, ordained prophet, prophetess. That will be in September. But October, this is this is my shameless um, plug or uh, um, a free free advertisement. Um, in October, October 18th, if you're in the South Carolina area, y'all got to be in Columbia. I need y'all to buy tickets because I don't want them to cancel this, this show, man. Because like, I know South Carolina is a quartet state. You know, and a lot of them don't know much about gospel, hip-hop, Christian hip-hop. But we have, they are coming to Columbia, South Carolina. KB, um, I didn't, I wasn't too sure of who KB was. I'm being honest. I ain't, wasn't too sure. But I was looking at my um, Youth Explosion playlist. I'm like, KB, he's on a few features of some of my favorite Christian songs. Um, Hoovy. He got a song, um, and KB's on the remix, and his verse is actually my favorite verse. And then um, Trip Lee is also going to be there. Trip Lee, um, he's in, KB is in one of Trip Lee songs that's also one of my favorites. Um, so KB is in a, a, a nice amount of um, a nice amount of songs that I actually like. So um, they're coming to Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, and I can't forget to say, my, I almost said the N-word, homie flame uh i i've been talk- i talked about him on several different episodes and um extra notes academy i talked about all of that on several different episodes but he's coming to columbia so if y'all listening to my podcast if y'all paying attention to what's going on in the pod i know i'm a fan or I-, I don't consider myself a fan of anybody but you know i like flame so y'all we gotta be there we don't want them to cancel this because ain't nobody bought tickets so y'all let's get the tickets let's show up in big number that's in columbia south carolina i don't even know the location um i signed up so that they could tell me you know so i could purchase i could pre-purchase my ticket so um yes so that's what is going on that's the upcoming events from now up until october hopefully by november i'll be in st louis Hopefully, because um, it might not even be that, because then we got, oh no, yeah, I'm being, I'm not doing Thanksgiving, so my mom not here no more, so I'll be in St. Louis by November 1st. Alright, y'all, those are the upcoming events. So I want to put y'all on to some game. I want to put y'all on to some game. So um, the Bible says that we should not be ignorant of the enemy's devices. So we have to. Um, the scripture also says we have to walk circumspectly. So we have to know what we're up against. Um, and we have to know the tactics of the enemy. And the enemy is so cunning that a lot of times he creeps in. And we don't even know he creeped in. And um, what I have been peeping on social media, there's a lot of stuff called manifest like you can manifest whatever you want you can manifest whatever and what they do what they're doing is they're taking a biblical uh, a biblical um concept and they're making it about us and they're, they're saying that we have the power to manifest whatever we want we have the power now we know the scripture says that um 
because God dwells on the inside of us and because God can speak those things that be not as though they were, we also have that ability to do that. However, it ain't got nothing to do with us because we can't manifest nothing for it's in him that things come to pass, that things happen. However, um, the Bible also talks about um, um, the fruit. Nope, that's wrong scripture. I'm trying to think of the scripture. Oh, life and death is in the power of the tongues. And um, we will eat the fruit thereof. The fruit that comes from what we say, we're going to eat that fruit. So um, we are going to reap what we sow. However... We begin to tamper with witchcraft when we start talking about manifesting stuff. And um, some some of this stuff is, is borderline witchcraft. And the enemy is starting to make, um, the, the, he, the enemy is trying to put in our mind that we have this authority and we have this power. But it's not us that's doing the work, but it's, it's Christ that lives in us that's doing everything. For we are, we are a mess. We are just ratchet. We're just in a hot garbage mess. But it's the Christ that lives on the inside of us that, that creates things and, and speaks into nothing and everything is, is made. It's, it's the Christ that's in us, but it's not us. And what's happening now, and I'm peeping on social media now, is a trend where believers are adopting this, this teaching. Now, we do use the term man, like manifest, the manifested presence, mean the, um, the, the physical presence of God. You know, the manifested presence is the physical presence of God. You know, the Bible talks about in Exodus when um, God was with the Israelites in the, um, in the wilderness. He was a, a pillar of fire by night and a cloud by day. You know, so that's the manifested presence of God. And the Bible also talks about how the glory cloud have filled the temple. That's the manifest, that's the physical presence that we can see. Oh, we can, like, we, it's the physical presence of God. The manifested presence of God is also, also found in the New Testament. When, uh, in John, where it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And then verse 14, it says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So that's also the manifested presence of God. So when we use the term manifested, it means um, to, to create, to, to come out of nothing or to, to physically appear. And that's what God did for us on earth. So when we talk about the manifested presence, that's what we're talking about. But here it is. We're um, separating the work of God from God. And we're putting it in our own hands. Well, if I believe hard enough, it'll manifest. Are you believing in God hard enough so that God can create it? Are you just believing in this this um, mystical theory that something's going to be created out of nothing? I, I I was um, looking at this post and I was about to share it because if y'all know me, y'all know I'm pro-black. Like, I'm black, y'all. I'm blackly black. 
I'm black, y'all, you know, like, <laughs> that's me, <laughs> you know, I'm not um, against any other race, but I'm for the advancement of black people, so I, I am pro-black, so I saw this, um, and I'm also an advocate for children, I'm an um, advocate for children, and um, I saw a post that says, um, affirmations every black child should hear. And I was about to share it without even reading it. And the Holy Spirit told me to read it first. And as I'm reading it, some of the stuff that they're saying we should tell our child every day, I'm like, we can't, we have to teach a child. You can't just tell your child you could be whatever you want. And I know the world is telling the children that where you have seven-year-old boys dressing up like girls because they want to be a girl. You have five-year-old girls dressing up like boys because they want to be a boy. You have all this stuff happening in society because we're telling our kids you can be whatever you want. We're not telling them what the Bible says. We're not telling them, like, listen, you got girl parts. This is You, you were intended to be a girl, and that's what God intended for you to be. You got boy parts. God didn't intend for you to cut your boy parts off so you could be a girl. Because you'll never be a girl because your insides will always be a boy. Your hormones, you can take as many pills as you want to. As soon as you stop taking those pills, guess what? You're going to start growing a beard again and a goatee again. We can't tell, we can't tell like um we can't tell our kids that they can be whatever they want. We have to tell them the truth. Oh, God's word. And right now, society is is um, trying to bring in some truths and mix it with lies. So we have it like some truths and lies being intertwined. And we as believers, we're adapting it. Now, like I said, I'm an advocate for children. So I do believe in speaking positively, positivity in their life. And I do believe in um, using scripture as affirmation. You know, instead of saying you could be whatever you want, I say you could do all things through Christ. You know, so we as the people of God, we can look at stuff like that, like that post, and we can get inspired by it. However, we can't just adopt it because it sounds good. You know, we can't just adopt it because it seems right. Because everything that seems right isn't right. And sometimes we find that out the hard way. I'm going I'm to read. Um, I had to go back to the post. Now, this might be petty, but y'all know I do hair. And it says your hair is perfect however you want to wear it. We can't tell, tell our little girls that. Because we want them, they have to be presentable. Um, my, my Buddha, she um, don't like getting her hair done. But she loved being cute. So I'm not going to say, oh, you could, you could walk around with your head like that, knowing that it looked like an old mop because it done got matted down and she don't want nobody to do her hair. No, she got to look presentable. Tell me how you want your hair. Look at these pictures. You know, so we have to find alternative routes to tell them the same message. Your hair is perfect however you want to wear it. Now, which one of these hairstyles do you want? You know, and then you do the hairstyle, like, oh, you look beautiful like that. But also in the society that we live in, we can't let our kids go out looking any kind of way. And that's the truth. We're already, 
we're already looked at because just simply because we're black, we're looked at as as being less of, or we're looked at as being um a sec second class citizens, not as valuable. So we tell our five year old, your hair looks perfect, however you want to wear it. The five year old say, well, I don't want you to do my hair because it hurts. So you're just gonna be like, all right. You you go out there looking like um something died on top of your head. No. Also, there's one that says you always have a choice. They don't always have a choice. I'm sorry. In all situations, there's not choices. In all situations, no, no, baby, you have to go to school. Now, when you graduate high school. You don't have to go that then you have a choice, but as a five year old you have you don't have a choice this time you you gotta you gotta go to kindergarten. I love you, and mommy will be there to pick you up, but you have to go to kindergarten. you gotta go to school. there's no choice there, however, you could choose what you want to wear. We gotta be careful, we gotta be careful because um. I was sharing with uh, Soul Matters last night about how um, in the school system there are certain things that they um, they frown upon. That back in the day when we were kids, they used to um, we used to play dodgeball, we used to play ring around the rosies, we used to play musical chairs, we used to play all these games. These was fun games that taught competition. It was just Innocent songs, but we can't sing Ring Around the Rosies because it, it's offensive to the Korean, Korean um, students. I'm like, what Korean five-year-old witnessed, um, witnessed the war? They just know the song. They're not offended by it. But that's a different story. But then um, I was sharing with Soul Matters how um, they want us to stop the reward system because in the re- they say in the real world, you don't get a reward for being good. And I was like, you're, you're right. But at the same time, we're talking about kids. And like, as I'm looking at this stuff, it's like, it's we're, we're in like a losing battle because here it is. School is saying, we're not going to do this no more. At home, you're saying, okay, we are going to do this. But the word of God is saying something different. So you got three different my, I'm banking on the word of God. He said, "He says if we follow His commandment, He will make us the head and not the tail. If we follow His commandment, we're blessed going in and blessed coming out." See, those are the affirmation that we have to start giving our kids. That some things are conditional. Not, not the love. We love them regardless. What their what their choices are? What what is God telling your spirit you should do? Train up a child in the way that they should go. This is this is good. Like I'm not knocking the guy, but we as believers shouldn't adapt adopt stuff like this. We as as believers have to hold. We should be held at a different standard than the world. And when we adopt everything that the world is doing, we become like the world. Our children become like the world we were talking about on the 12 noon prayer line we was talking about how um 
all all these um children like the gangsters nowadays the reckless gangsters nowadays are all little kids nine-year-old ten-year-olds those are the ones that's doing the um, knockout game where they're not knocking out strangers and those are the ones doing a lot of even in my hometown Patterson a lot of the um, shooting that goes on it's like a 10 year old 15 year old 12 year old doing the shooting like they're the ones with the guns and um, and like I know a lot of gangsters but like the gangsters that I know in Patterson they ain't about that foolishness but the kids they don't care they don't care and um I remember um on the line somebody was saying that the parents aren't raising their child but um the truth is a lot of parents are struggling. They're struggling not just to raise their child but to stay to stay afloat in this world. Here it is in South Carolina. The minimum wage is still seven twenty five. When all over the country, they're raising the minimum wage because they know that it is a fact that nobody can live off $7.25 an hour. No adult can live on that. So now you want adult with children to live off of seven twenty-five an hour. An adult that has children, you want them to live off of $7.25 an hour. See, this is, um, the enemy comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. We have to, as believers, we have to open up our eyes to um, everything that's going on. And a lot of times, we only think, and I, I say this all the time, we only think that the devil's our only enemy. But we also have to deal with the world system. We have to deal with the world system. We have to deal with, um... Our kids going to school and being exposed to things at school. We have to deal with um, school shootings. We never, I mean, you had that. Like the um, Columbine happened my senior year of high school or my junior year of high school. One of the two. But I was in high school when it happened. You know, I think I was a senior when it happened. So here it is. Columbine happened my senior year of high school. And that was that was like a weird thing, like yo, somebody actually came into school and shoot. But now you see that junk all over the country. You see it all the time. These are things that we have to deal with now that we didn't have to deal with before. So we have to um, we have to watch and and pay very close attention to everything that we say we do that we pour into our kids because our kids are like sponges and they take in everything that we say and that's how the enemy comes in and he destroys a generation he destroys a generation because we allow them to be exposed to different things. My my niece, she's seventeen now. Well, she's going to be seventeen in November. She um when she was thirteen, she was saying like, "Oh yeah, me and my friends we choreographed, we did choreography to Kevin Gates song." I was like, "Oh cool." Now I like Gates, you know. I'm thinking uh, diamonds really, really diamonds, and uh, cause it really. I'm thinking they did choreography to that. No. 
They found one of the most vulgar songs that he had. Now, he got a lot of vulgar stuff. A lot of raunchy stuff. They choreographed Me Too. If y'all don't know the song, y'all got to look it up on your own because I ain't going to sing it. But they did choreography to that song. And I was like, Jen, like, really? Like, that song? She's like, yeah, me and my friends did it. And we had a conversation. But kids are being exposed to things at a much younger age. And we, as the people of God, have to protect our children. We have to protect ourselves. The thing is, the enemy is coming in so subtle that we don't even know he came in. Just like um, in the beginning with the fall of man. He ain't come in like, yo, Eve. Eat this tree, man. I'm trying to trick y'all. He ain't coming like that. He changed one word. God said, if you eat of that tree, you're, you're going to die. He said, you're not going to die. Deceived Eve. By simply coming in and then came in as a serpent. Smooth, cunning, crafty. We we over here looking for the, the 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 devil with the big red horns and the fire coming out of his nostrils. We looking for that devil. But he's coming with a three piece suit on. He's coming sounding like the people of God, sounding like a Christian, having the form of godliness but denying the power. I'm just saying, we got to keep our, our eyes open. I just wanted to put y'all on to a little bit of game. Because, like, I'm I'm peeping it. I'm peeping it. People praying to the universe. Christians praying to the universe. Like, well, you know the universe and God is the same thing. No, God created the universe. God will never be equal with anything that he created. He will never be equal with anything that he created. God created the universe. What do he look like um, coming down so he could be equal with what he created? I'm going to leave that alone because I'll, I'll preach that right there. I love y'all, though. I do. Y'all, I pray this episode has been a blessing to y'all. I think I, I thank y'all for listening. I pray that um you all will take heed to what was said. And I know I was kind of like all over the place because there was so much that um I've, I've seen on social media that I was like, yo, I don't even know where to go, <laughs> you know. But um I thank God. I thank God because um God will never leave his people to be ignorant as long as they're willing to learn the scripture says if any man lacks wisdom let him ask of God and God gives it liberally that means God freely gives out wisdom so I pray that you all take heed to what was said to hear know that God is the greatest power and he shall never be defeated Amaldi peace